before the show starts, make sure you visit the Breakfast store for all the sweet Breakfast merch, like the super comfy Breakfast t-shirts and the very dapper Breakfast coffee mugs. Go there now, BreakfastStore.com. People of Earth, if you can hear my voice, you have arrived at another episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope. I am your host, Brent Pope, and my guest today is once again, the man, the myth, the legend, the scoundrel, actor-comedian Tommy Beck told. You know this dude from things like Season 2 of Hunters and the sensational YouTube channel New Rockstars. And that's not all, guys. We had breakfast at Bangin' Buns, which is exactly what it sounds like. No, it's not. We're talking about hot chicken, you guys. So let's go with the triumphant return of Tommy Bechtel today on Breakfast. Pick it up! Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. That could go on a Hallmark card. <laughs> My uh, guest today. Oh, I'm going to need to hear all about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue-collar guys. Breakfast. Somebody screwed through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilized the hydraulics. I love a crawler. Yeah. All my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. Hey, Tommy, welcome, first of all, to the tiny studio L.A. in NoHo. Great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm on Space Mountain. You were either episode two or three of Breakfast. I was a pretty early Breakfast, and I got to say, I feel like enough time has passed since then. I was very hungover when I recorded that Breakfast. Were you? I had had a, I believe I was out with my girlfriend the night before, and... We tied one on, and I like was like, I got to get up and do breakfast in the morning. And I just remember sitting in that waiting room and chugging like two bottles of water, trying to just get right for really? it. Really? Well, not, you couldn't tell. You're a goddamn now I'm stone pro. sober. Last night I went to Bob's Big Boy at like oh. 10 p.m. and okay. nestled myself in sober as a Doberman. I'll tell you what, man. That Bob's Big Boy right there. Mm-hmm. Look, I love Bob's Big Boy. That whole corner right there has yeah. like five places that I frequent to eat. Yeah, at, that's, a, that's I call that Amen Corner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's Mendocino where you, Farms. Sometimes I'll go bang, 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 bang. Yep. I'll just hit them all up. I'll do a little veggie grill. Yep. Get some of their uh, quinoa mac and cheese. Yep. Go over to Mendocino Farms, get like a fully loaded meat salad. Like just no, yep. no hold the lettuce, extra steak. Sweet greens right there. Sweet greens, sweet dreams. Hank's bagels. It's also Hank, right there. Well, he can go F himself and he knows why. <laughs> Hank and I are not on speaking terms. I hope he's not a sponsor. Oh. <sighs> Breakfast is brought to you by Hank's Bagels. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I'm so sorry. Burbank and... Hey, Hank, tell my wife I said hello if you see her. Hank's Bagels, Burbank. It's a Burbank staple since 1998. So, Tommy. Yeah, hey, Brent, <laughs> good to be here. Banging buns. <laughs> that was a meal. Uh, and, then the, and then the dinner we had afterwards was great as well. Banging buns is the funniest name. Well, it's funny, and then also the fu- most like decor. Like for, they have like a clear ripoff of Pickle Rick is like a strange mascot of theirs, <laughs> but there's no like Rick and Morty tie-in. I mean, it's just let's be honest. That's right. The the umami burger takeover of the late aughts has died down, and we have moved on to a renaissance mm-hmm. of hot chicken places, especially in the valley. That's true. That's true. Now. Let me. I'm going to ask you a really not a serious question, but a, mm. an actual question. Can when you eat at any of these places? Maybe I'm being a total heretic right now, mm. or whatever you want to call mm. it. Can you tell the difference between any of them? No, a lot places? of stainless steel, a lot of like murals with weird pop culture, like kind of like Easter eggs hidden in them, and then a menu that is almost identical no matter what. It's yeah. like 
tenders, coleslaw, fries, mm-hmm. pickles, maybe a mac and cheese, four sauces, some soft drinks. You have the choice between white bread or you put it on the Texas toast. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, maybe a French roll. Maybe a banana pudding. Some of them. Yeah, there's a bread pudding at this one. I mean, now it sounds like we're we're really no. There's like, I mean, if there's more than seven items on the menu, you've gone to the wrong place. You have the, you ever been to Howling Rays? Yeah, I have had Howling Rays. Is that, I've would never you say been that that's in. better than those, or are they comparable? No, I. This is again. I think you're saying you're a heretic. I'm gonna go on and be a full blown blasphemer okay. and say that. I can't taste the difference between any of these. And quite frankly, a spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich is also indiscernible to me. Mm. I think they all taste the same. But my taste buds have been destroyed by a hedonist <laughs> lifestyle. So perhaps it's just that nothing tastes like anything to me anymore. Well, we've gotten into it. We might as well just talk about the, the breakfast right now, right? Yeah. We had the... It was something with the three chicken tenders. We got, I think, what was the known as, plate? As, the, as the... It was the banging plate. The bang. <laughs> The banging plate. Which, by the way, if you're banging plates, go on Dr. Phil. I mean, they know what they're out. doing with that name, right? It's just of hilarious. Course, of course. It's like any, it's like Voodoo Donuts has their weird, like, the pink is where it's at and blah, blah, blah. But do you think people walk in and they're like, yeah, oh. I actually think it's the opposite. I think more people see that and go, I'm not going there. Oh, really? Banging buns. Right, but do you think people go there thinking it might be like a sexy place, and then they're like, oh. I don't know, because it says I guess I'll hot, have the hot chicken. I guess I'll have the hot chicken. Oh, what is this Pickle Rick here for? <laughs> Pickle Rick! <laughs> the Szechuan! <laughs> Remember that guy terrorizing the McDonald's? Yes. It was like just like a poor 15-year-old McDonald's worker. It's like, hey, man, can you please go away? Rick and Morty fans are very stable, by the way. We could go back on that. Right. Uh, shout out. Whoa, the light pattern just changed, and I just freaked out. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. We like to mix it. That's how we do it at the uh, tiny studio. LA. This no. is how we do it. Okay, sorry. That, now it looks like a game of uh, Galaga. This is how we do it. It's Saturday, <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Morning. And I said morning. changing on the up. <laughs> is is morning for me on a Saturday. <laughs> I've been up for minutes. Uh, yeah, I think banging buns, you know, obviously it's the valley. There's some freaks. There's some yeah. freaks that were like banging buns. Let's go in there. This is going to be great. Maybe they dance on over to the table and yeah. then you get in there and it's just some like mother who's like, how many chicken tenders do you want? How spicy? That's too spicy for you. Yeah. Oh, darling, that's yeah. not going to be good for you. You little, you little, you little bitch. You can only get medium. And yeah. then I was, <laughs> and, and by the way, I got medium and I broke a sweat. I was sweating. I think I got two of the three were medium, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you, then the one I got was banging, which is the second hottest. Uh, I regret not going for the hottest, hottest because mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't as hot as some things I've had in my life. Yeah. It was hot. It was plenty hot. Right. But not like I didn't have uh, any stomach pains later. Sure. I didn't have any, you know, well, maybe. Maybe yeah. there was a little burning on the way out, but that's just to be expected with hot sure. wings in I mean, general. for me, that's just life. <laughs> if it don't burn on the way out, it didn't get digested properly in my stomach dungeon. Now, thank you. I, yesterday on New Rockstars, The Break yeah. Room, the YouTube channel I work for, we did the Hot Ones full well, and look, 10 sauces. Before we say this, this is why I'm going to give you an out. This is why you didn't go with the Hot Ones yes. like I did, because you were doing a Hot Ones challenge the we, next and we day. We did that the next day, and it was, to quote Hugh Jackman, Le Miserable. Oh, really? It was not fun. It was hot, hot, hot. I mean, the first few are kind of tasty. The thing about the Hot Ones sauces are, because we ordered the... You can order the whole pack of whatever they're using that season yeah. on the show. The sauces are 
flavorfully good. You know, like they don't like it's not like uh, a Pocky one chip where it's like it's just a bunch of chemical heat things. Right. These are like real ingredients and real peppers making this. So they taste great. But then as soon as the great taste goes away, searing pain Mm. commences. And we were, I mean, we were all a mess. There was five of us participating, and I was in a Dr. Phil costume. (laughs) My friend was in a Steve Harvey costume. My other friend was in a Jeff Probst costume. And then our other friend, Coy, Jandro, looks kind of already looks like Sean Evans for the host of Hot Ones. Yeah. So he dressed as him and then would bring out the uh, the little nuggets with the sauce on it. And, oh, man, it was brutal. We were sweating and, oh, uh, yeah. needless to say. So that was much hotter than the wings you had at Bang & Buns. Bang & Buns, but Bang & Buns still, I will say, I don't, I'm not, I'm by no means an evangelist for Bang & Buns, but I do say if you get a chance to go to Bang & Buns, you should always Bang Buns if you can. I think Bang & Buns is good. Yeah, it was tasty. Um, and I also think I, it does look like Pickle Rick in there. Yeah. But it's fun. The, it the is artwork fun. is fun in there. there you know? I like, the restaurant looks very clean mm-hmm. and very fresh. It, and like, also, they get they get it out quick. Like, yeah. some of those places you go and you're like, that's yeah, going to be 45 minutes. Right. To, to, oh, to, sure, yeah. To like, you can go to- try some wings? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know, right? Well, they're like, no, we're just so popular and we make it, you know, we do all the, the right. wet dry. Dry, uh, wet hand, dry hand, di- batter dipping. What's I- a, what's a sexier name? Banging buns, or just around the corner there is Swan Thai Swan Exotic. Oh well, anytime I hear exotic in a name, I think of Joe you know, Exotic I think from of, the Tiger I think, King. I think, of, yes. yeah, think of think of the Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna financially recover from this. I make all my pizzas from scratch. Remember, I mean, it was like his pizza I place. I can't think of her name either. Uh, uh, Carol Baskin. Carol, Carol Baskin. <laughs> Uh, I remember when uh, when he like one of the scenes was his commercial for his pizza shop, and he's like, "That's why I make all my pizzas straight from scratch." And it's like, then they're like, he got his meats from the Walmart dumpster. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sheesh! <sighs> that was so weird. I I just didn't find any reason for them to make a live action show of that. Or like... or the two. <laughs> or yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't get it. Man. I don't understand. There's no one to root for in that story except for maybe the tigers. Also, once you've once it was so popular, the documentary style of it. Yeah. To me, that's hard to go back and do. Like, well, and it was like the podcast, it. right? It was like the podcast yeah. got popular. Then they did the doc. The doc was great, but and the more of the documentary you watch, the more you realize kind of how awful of a person Joe Exotic. Carol Baskin. Oh, well, both of them. No, yeah. But like Joe Exotic is a guy who basically got young men hooked on meth yep. to be his gay husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then uh, that sounds like I. But then was also mistreating the animals but, yeah. too, and they but weren't living. He in tortured it. the animals, paid his other uh, employees like be- below minimum wage, and like took advantage of addicts in general for labor. Addicts and also people that just loved animals. Right. And they're like, well, don't you love the animals? Don't right. you wanna? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think. Uh, I don't think he's a hero, and then Carol Baskin's, in her own way, is a lunatic because she's like, but I love these animals, although I also keep them in unsafe yep. conditions and underpay my employees. And then they're like, then there's this other guy in Myrtle Beach, Doc Antle, and he's a polygamist cult, yeah. cult leader. The weirdest one of all of them, and, maybe. And he's the one who is, like, still to this day thriving yep. and, like, yeah, yep. anyway. I didn't know we were going to go down this Tiger path, King, but I. Um, who? Everyone's like. Well, when hey, you start talking about banging old. buns, yeah. Tiger King is just around the corner, you right, guys. That's right. Anyway, banging buns, nice place. You should visit it. It's open kind of late too. It's open yeah. like I think like I think like get, at least get, ten get the, at night. Get the hot honey sauce. I gotta say, uh, the hot honey sauce was to me the standout. The t- the tender and the hot honey sauce. Oh baby. Oh boy. 
Ooh, baby. That got two ooh babies from me. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. <laughs> two, uh, two ooh babies on the Bechtold scale. Yeah, on the Bechtold scale, I got two ooh babies and a, oh, yeah. Isolate that <laughs> clip. <laughs> so you mentioned your YouTube channel you're working on, New yeah. Rockstars. That seems mm-hmm. like it's going really well. Yeah, you know, that that channel is very successful, and by and it's no accident that it's because of me. No, uh, we do, we do <laughs> like, comprehensive deep-dive breakdowns of Marvel and Star Wars and DC. And, uh, you know, we have this guy, Eric Voss, who is like— He's like the Michael Jordan of breaking down yeah. Marvel movies and finding out all the little things you missed and doing the explainer videos. But the thing that it affords us is the opportunity to then have fun talking about those right. worlds. And that's kind of like, you know, my department is more the like, let's, you know, let's talk about She-Hulk and let's talk about all these Marvel things. But let's have fun with it. And, like, let's get into the industry side of it, you know, the casting. And, like, let's hear the interviews with the creatives. So that's what we do on my show that I help produce is The Break Room. And that goes live every day. So that's on the same channel. On the same channel. So we, we put out about 74 videos a month. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, my my question is, why not 75? You're so close. (sighs) The thing is, we, we put out a 75th video and a portal to hell opened up. And from there, the demon Mephisto beckoned us to join him in the kingdom of Hades. Uh, so if you got Mephisto, why not 100? I mean, he's known as the... The thing is, I went down there and partied with him for 48 hours, and that guy is... He's one of those guys that for the first six hours, you're having the time of your life, but, like, you know, leftovers and, and, and house guests. After three days, things get old. And uh, by the end, we weren't even making eye contact. So, you know, se- 74 videos to keep it safe. You know where Mephisto should have gone? Banging Bang buns. <laughs> 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 My mom's like, can I listen to this podcast? And be like, yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, you'll love it. You'll love it. You'll hey, so, uh, no oh, problem. since you guys talk about uh, a lot of Marvel stuff, uh-huh. I know this came out a couple months ago. I watched mm-hmm. it twice in one night. Werewolf by night. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, I have heard, actually, my my birds, my spiders, okay. Okay. to go Game of Thrones on you, tell me that, that the success of Werewolf by Night, not only critically the way it was received, but also Marvel, just the execution of it. Michael Giacchino, normally a composer, yeah. did the music for the Batman. Right. Uh, Great composer. I think, uh, yeah. Very it, composed as a director, too. But he nailed it. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. 47 minutes. You get basically, yeah. you know, you get you get right into the story. Yep. I have heard that they are now going to be moving a lot of the like TV projects they were thinking about making limited series right. are going to be could possibly be turned into special presentations. Right. And I think they're going to my guess is they're going to part of the uh introduction of the X-Men into the MCU will be through these special presentations, perhaps okay. origin stories of some of these people. Is my as mine and some of the other uh, people at New Rock Stars kind of uh, belief. We think that's how we nice. think it's going to get told. We don't have any proof of that. But well, here, let me ask you a question. And if you know the answer to this, uh-huh. I'll be very impressed. If you sure. don't know it, it doesn't matter. Uh huh. You knowing me, yes, and knowing certain Marvel characters that I really enjoy, yes. Okay, what is the tie-in between Werewolf by Night and a character that I really enjoy? Uh, that would be, I believe, Moon Knight. And uh-huh. You're talking about the Midnight Suns. The Midnight Suns is the kind of, how do you say it? They're the, like, Avengers that are kind of, like, spooky. They're like the spooky. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Ghost yeah. Rider. Yeah, it's you're right. Punisher. Yeah. It's uh, Jack Russell, a.k.a. Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. It's Moon Knight. It's Wolverine. It reminds me okay. of, of a little Marvel RPG game yeah. where uh, you, <laughs> my, me, and uh, was it, who it, was our it third? It wasn't Eric Eilenberg because no, he was playing Daredevil. We 
were we were three dog night. Yeah, and three it was, dog night. Yeah, <laughs> Wolverine, Punisher, Moon and Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my introduction to Moon Knight. It was, oh, it was it was Punisher, Wolverine, and Werewolf, and and not and, 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 and uh, Moon Knight. Sorry. Yes, and you're very very close. Moon Knight's first appearance was in a Werewolf by Night oh, comic. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And he's like throwing throwing little moons at yes. Jack Russell. Oh God, you know? how yeah. funny! I lo- I thought I thought that entire uh, Werewolf by Night special presentation was uh, fantastic. Perfectly right? executed. I love the ending. Man Thing is the new Grogu, Baby Yoda. I think everyone is obsessed <laughs> with Man Thing now. There's going to be Man Thing plushies at the parks. It's, yeah. It was a hit. And I mean, you know it's already a hit because Werewolf by Night is at the Disney parks already, at Avengers Campus. Is it really? Michael Giacchino, is mm-hmm. that how you say his yeah. name? His music just sounds like those like 1930s, oh, 19 through tone. 1950s. I uh, loved it, yeah. Classic Universal, you know, monster mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Love that. It looked like the kind of the old school, like before Stan Winston costumes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loved all of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, we got some Judy Garland in there somewhere too, <sighs> you know. That's, Judy, that's Judy, tough. Judy. You know what? Gone too soon. <laughs> Goodbye, England's Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We can laugh because enough time has passed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy plus time equals comedy. <laughs> That guy's dead too. I know. Everyone <laughs> involved is dead. Oh man. That should be our new improv troupe. Everyone involved well, is death. dead. Oh God. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh Lord. wow. Well, hey, I hadn't seen you in a while, man. And I know. you know, I consider us to be friends. I definitely do too. Oh, do you? Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, were you about to, was there a butt? No, no. <laughs> Did you want to? You just never know, you know? Yeah. You could have the impression, like, man, we're really good friends. And he's like, he thought you were just, all right. I have a know? cross-off board with people. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one line through Brent, but Pope is still intact. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, you're appearing on Hunter Season 2. I yes. mean, how's that? How was that? That was a crazy experience. Who's uh, playing Hunter now? Uh, well, they're the Hunters. It's Carol Kane. It's Logan Lerman. It's uh, Oh, it's not Hunter like the, the detective from like the 80s? That's a different character? It's uh, not... No, Hunters is the Al Pacino oh, Hunters. show. You're talking about the ones where they, they're fighting Nazis? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. I was totally confused. Hunter okay. season two. Yes. yes. You were thinking of Mind Hunter. No, I was thinking of Hunter, which was Fred Dreyer. Oh, is he alive? I don't know, but he, no, I'm saying it's probably a new Hunter. Oh, they're ma- no, no, no. This is Hunters. Hunters. Okay. Hunters. Al Pacino. Al, Al Pacino back, yeah. Yeah. back, back for season Al two. Like, hey guys, <laughs> we gotta find these Nazis. <laughs> These Nazis. I don't know. I turned into Bobcat Goldthwait there. Oh my God, guys! These Nazis are everywhere. We gotta find them. <laughs> Those Nazis have a great ass. They got a great ass. Uh, well, uh, yes. That's, that show is. It's really fun to watch, but man, there's it's very violent. <laughs> oh, and I don't want to give away anything, but my. I'm hoping the second season is not violent at all. Uh, we learned their lesson. Peace. I will say at one point when I was on set, I watched a man be cut in half. Oh, so terrible. I'm thinking that it's probably more violent. I It was a very, very interesting experience. I, one of the longer times on set that I've spent. Yeah. And really, the I only did one episode, but it's a standalone 
almost like a mini movie mm. within the season that uh, is a, v- a very clever, beautiful. They made these these sets in the new um, Amazon Studios in Culver City, yeah. and they built this whole house inside a soundstage that was this old German like cottage, and it was gorgeous. I mean, just. Let me ask you this. It's uh-huh. a standalone episode. Mm. Is it at all like Werewolf by Night? It's exactly like <laughs> Werewolf by Night. I play Man-Thing, uh, wow. and all I do is grumble and growl. Nice. No, I, I, nice. I don't play. Uh, I, I find it interesting, going back to those two guys, Diego mm, uh, Diego Luna, Luna and Gabriel Garcia Bernal. Yes, the Motorcycle Diaries, right? Was it Motorcycle Diaries? I and they were, the they were also in Itumama Tambien. Itumama Tambien. They're both in very th- things that I love yeah. right now. Andor, I yeah, love. I love Andor. It's my favorite of the Star Wars TV shows. I don't mm. know if it's because it's it just doesn't have a lot of the characters that we've seen. So I, well, they're so also they're not little... on that volume stage. It's all practical, like or not okay. all practical, but yeah. it's mostly practical. Like they actually built the sets. I think we're you know we're in a uh, 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 we're we're lousy with Star Wars content right now. We have yeah. so much of it, but they shoot you know like Mando and and Boba Fett and Obi Wan. They shoot it on that volume stage, which is amazing. But yeah. it's basically like it's like you can tell it's like three people standing around. On a on like LED screens, Andor feels like a throwback to yeah. almost a Return of or Empire Strikes Back, where yeah. it's like, holy cow, these guys are all right there. Eric couldn't do the junket for Andor, so they threw me in to interview the cast of oh, Andor. Wow, and. It was very funny because I'd never done a junket before. I'm not a great interviewer. Yeah. I uh, And it got to the part where I re-interviewed uh, the girl who plays Bix. Okay. And I was not prepared for how beautiful she was. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I, you can, I mean, it's funny. I don't, uh, maybe I, I can probably give you the footage if you want to put it on your Instagram for, like, the bonus episode. Yeah. So people can see what I'm talking about. Okay. I short circuit. Like, I'm like, ha, hello, you're, you Star Wars. <laughs> you like Star? You like the Star Wars? And she's like, "Uh, hello." Um, and I'm like, "You're so you you do Star? You're the Star? You did the Star? You're Star Wars?" And she's like, "Uh huh." And I'm like, "You like you like it?" Like it was like Chris Farley. Oh my god! It was so bad. I was like, "Oh, this is," and you only get like I don't if you've ever done junket before. They like set a timer, and they're like, "You get three minutes with this person." Wow! So you basically get one question if they answer in any sort of coherent way, and then you can maybe get a quick follow up in. Right. That three minutes was over before I sputtered a complete sentence. I, she was just so I've never I don't think I've ever seen anyone that beautiful in my life. It was wow. amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. I love hey. Andor. Yeah, people got to watch, watch Andor so we can get more shows like that. That's right. Well, hey, Tom, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. When, as actors, mm. working actors, we're jumping from project to project. I mean, knock on everything that one day we'll get on one of these shows where we're just, like, working on the same thing for, like, three years. I would love that. Yeah. You know, just get in the groove. Absolutely. But there's all these times in between where you're, like, whether you just did something great and mm. then you have a little, bit like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. After a couple of weeks after I'm done with something, I'm just, like, oh, I'm never going to get a job Never again. work again. Yeah. How do you deal with that? You know, I am still, I'm working progress on it, Brent. You yeah. know, I'm the same as you. It's, like, you know, I, especially with the nature of streaming and the way content comes out. Now, you can film something. It could be in the can for a uh, year. That, does that makes it worse for yeah. me? Because I'm yeah. like. There's a million shows. Right. Why am I not working on right. one of and, the million and, and, shows? And we're constantly, you know, Brent, you and I were talking about it. It's like there's not a lot of people you can talk to candidly about the actual yeah. acting process. You know, people right. are happy for you when you book stuff. Yeah. And people want to hear about, like, what was it like shooting? You know, the, the guts of it is, like, <laughs> people don't want to, like, talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's successes little... and, and, and vulnerabilities because they're, like, they have their own. I mean, you and I, I think, are good It's a little at, bit threading the needle, right? Yeah. you got to find 
yeah, that exact right. right person that's like not gonna be jealous of you, right, happy for you, but right. also And that takes I mean that's a person that I mean that takes work for people. It's tough, I mean, yeah. you know, I've I, I mean I can remember being younger and you know, I think it comes with age a little bit too. Being jealous of like people that were like I was never gonna book the part that they booked, but I think it was just the opportunity, just the fact that they were getting opportunities. For me, you know, the self-doubt creeps in like when it's like, oh, it's been a while, or like even if it's like I just stopped getting auditions for a while. And then like it's like anything, you know, like the second you think, oh, this might be the time where I never right. book something again. Fifteen auditions come in and you bit you book one and you're like, okay, I'm back in the game. It's all just I think we're conditioned as actors to be so grateful for every booking that we get, which is true, but we don't get the gratitude reciprocated to us more than just little dopamine bursts. Like right. great job on set. There's no follow-up after that. It's not like yeah. the it's not like the writer of the episode calls you afterwards and goes, Thank you so much for bringing the uh what I wanted to this character. Yeah. It's like it's like a hit of crap. They're Moving like, on too. They move. They move on. So it's like we don't have the job of like you know going to work in a in a nine to five job and like the satisfaction of knowing like oh I did it. I'm I am performing above what I what my expectations are. I'm in line for a raise. You know, yeah. a raise or a promotion for us is like a guest star series regular. Right. We don't ever know when that's coming. Right. There's no, you can't ask for it. I mean, right. I guess you could if you're like and a also son. But once you're moving up from co star right to the bigger parts, the guest star, there's yeah. less of those. Yeah. Oh, of course, it gets and more. Narrow narrow and narrow at the top. And the competition is harder. Yeah, and they're good. And yeah. you're going up against... You see, Everybody's good. You watch... You watch. I mean, I, I'm sure this has happened to you. You watch things and you're like, oh, this person got offered this job that I auditioned for. Right. And I never had a chance because yeah. they were like... They were gonna, if they took it, yeah, I wasn't going to get they, it. Yeah. And when, that, when you get into that rarefied air, on one hand, it's amazing. It's a sign right. of your talent. It's a sign that you're good and that you're hireable at that level. On the other hand, it can be discouraging if you don't have solid mental fortitude like us, Brent. And that's yeah. why I want to thank Hank's bagels. Uh, Hank, <laughs> right. you took my wife, but you made me a man of steel. That's right. Hank's bagels, right there on Riverside. Right next to the Veggie Grill, the Mendocino Farms, the Bob's Big, Big Boy. Boy. <laughs> and Sweet Greens. And Sweet Greens. And I want to say there's a Starbucks near there, too. There's a Starbucks near there, yeah, yeah also. And also one of the buildings on a Columbo, when a man cleared, oh, okay. said that he could, all right. he, I, I, he said I, he could, Predict the future. All right, that's good, Brent. And he I'll predicted see you this later. one building, and that's where a building, you know, he said it, he saw it in his mind, and that's where someone was murdered later. Just one more thing. Ah, uh, sir. Ah, uh, sir. <laughs> yeah, forget about I, it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's just me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm turning him into Mo for most. <laughs> ah, sir. You better not call this place ever again, sir. <laughs> and of course, when he said, as you wish, what he really meant was, I love you. <laughs> Now you don't want to hear this. This Princess is just, Bride. Is that a Christmas? Is that a Christmas movie? Close enough. Yeah. There are some comfort movies that I'll watch around Christmas. Oh, also Christmas Vacation. Oh, holy yes. cow! Yes, yes, yes. Christmas. I mean, the, the list goes on. I mean, there is no shortage of Christmas movies, which is why you got to start November first. Right. I assume by the time I'm 110, I'll be watching Christmas movies July 5th. Yeah. It'll be like fireworks go off, shut it down, tree goes up. Right. Wait. Going back to this. So, what do we do? What do you do when you're like feeling, uh, you know, uh, I have nothing to do? For me, it's like I have to make myself stay busy. I have to yep. try to do other things. Stay. I'm sorry. Yes. Not to jump right. I, no. I stay as busy as possible. I say yes to things that I would maybe, when I was actually busy with acting work, say no to. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a comedy show, yeah. doing somebody's comedy show. Oh, I know this. I'll be like, I'm watching Tommy's social media. He seems real down. That's right. I'm going to ask him to be 
in my That's project. That's right. Now. I'll do podcasts for friends. That's that are right. In. <laughs> How do you think I got Tommy back on and breakfast? And then what I do is I go outside and I steal all the cup of noodles. <laughs> and I right. go home and I, I make myself a big bowl of noodles. And then I just noodle up. Then I head over to Banging Buns. <laughs> It's been a freeform episode just all <laughs> this over the This episode is jazz. <laughs> ah. Uh, hey, we have the high New Year's coming up. You, you big New Year's uh, resolution guy? Yeah, I got to get off meth. Got to get off I meth. I got to get off meth. Right? That's number uh, one. No, uh, you know, every year I uh, say I'm going to lose weight and get in shape. As you get older, I've kind of accepted, like, you know, I'm never going to be 140 pounds. But, you know, I'd love to just, you know, get a little toned Maybe up. Maybe 155. Yeah. And you know what? A meaningful relationship this year. Yeah. I'd like to find a meaningful relationship. Okay. Are you, now, would you say, I'm so fucking stupid to say, you like feeling like you're ready to settle down? Yeah, I think the, Bron- really? I think the Bronco, really? Bronco's ready to pull into the stable. You know All what I'm right. saying? All right. The old, well, the, look, old, the old, Bron- part of the reason might be I refer to myself as the Bronco. <laughs> by the time this airs, you will just about be ready to be celebrating a Buffalo Bills World Championship. God, you don't mean that. You're dressing <laughs> I, I don't I not only mean say, it. I would say if I had to bet, like, the odds of them winning a yeah. Super Bowl championship, I would say about 40%. You know, in years past, I'd say, stop it, you're jinxing me, but guess what? I think it's 100%. No, I do, I, I'm really being serious, 40%. If yeah. I was jinxing you, I'd say 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, they look good. I'm very happy. Please, everyone, stay healthy. And... I would say 40% them, 20% Chiefs, mm. 20% Eagles. And then twenty percent someone else. Uh, no, I uh, yeah, Jets, Giants, ten percent each. I I definitely am hoping that Buffalo gets the one seed because I would love to go to a home playoff game in Buffalo with my dad. And oh, my that brother. would be nice. Yeah. Although yeah. doesn't that break the you know Patrick Holmes has never had to play a road. You know he's never played a road playoff game. What a charmed life. If only had it is charmed because like we were two times teams just like yeah. lost on the last week or something. Yeah. He yeah. he owes the Detroit Tigers one season of baseball you know because he never played for us. Here's the deal. Yeah, I, I'm not. I as a Chiefs fan, I'm not afraid of that because he plays better on the road than he does at home anyway. So he's incredible. I love. By the way, one of the dumbest sports narratives is that Mahomes is somehow like not good anymore or, or yeah. like not as good. He's just as good as he ever was. Trust me. Don't worry yeah. about him. Okay. All right. So healthier. Hot. Yeah, those seem to be like things that people yeah. want to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just. And you know, I mean, like maybe write, maybe finally finish like some creative writing too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've been, I've been at, I've, had, I've got a lot of like what I call half baked ideas, things yeah. that are twenty six pages done. You know, maybe I, I've got some of those too, and they're good. Yeah. They're ideas I like. I just, I, you know, I have such trouble focusing. So I'd like to, you know, hopefully. I mean, you can see I have six res- re- resolutions. I, yeah. It's tough for me to to hone in. I'm a little, as they call in the therapy industry, I'm fragmented. Mm. I'm fragmented. That means uh, for you at home, b- broken into fragments, yes. which are pieces of something. Yeah. Small. Yeah. <laughs> Subitizing. Subitizing. <laughs> Guys, if you'd like to get more breakfast stuff, such as pics of Tommy Bechtold and I enjoying our breakfast from Bangin' Buns, go to my website, brentpope.com. You can listen to all the breakfast episodes there. You can see clips from all my TV appearances and the official breakfast store with a bunch of fun stuff. Shirts, smugs, stickers, Tommy Bechtold in The Christmas Promise. Coming to Hallmark next year, The Christmas Promise, starring Tommy Bechtold with a delightful beard. I'll be home for Christmas. You promise? You bet your ass. October 30th on Hallmark. <laughs> September, <all> <laughs> September 9th. 
People of Earth, do yourself a favor by picking up something for the Breakfast Store, breakfaststore.com. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Breakfast. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Breakfast is being enjoyed all over the United States and in 58 countries across the globe. And trust me, my Breakfast Burrito Brigade, we are just getting started. Special thanks to my studio engineer, Will Frenchman, who's not French and... I don't know why I keep calling him that. It's just, it's not nice. I'd like to apologize. That's my New Year's resolution to apologize to Will Frenchman. He's a wonderful sound engineer. Guillaume? Huh? That Isn't Guillaume French for William? Guillaume. Is it? Guillaume? Guillaume? Will? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Well, we can't ask. I don't know, but I, I really don't care, guys. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sounds Thanks, like, he, I think that, you know, I thought that, he had he strong opinions either, either way. <laughs> I think he cares yeah. so much. I think, I think he really cares now. Wow. I'm going oh, to sprint out of here. <laughs> oh, Guillaume. You know what I bet he calls French fries? Freedom fries? Just fries. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> anyway, thank you to Will Frenchman, everyone at the fabulous Tiny Studio LA, tinystudioLA.com for making me sound Sebon. Tommy Bechtold, what is next for you, and where can we find you on social media? Oh, you can find me at Tommy Bechtold on all platforms, and you can see me every day at 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, on New Rock Stars in the break room. All right. Tommy Bechtold, thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure, my treasure. And with that, we put another resolution-making, no-faking, goodness-saking, easy-baking, are your boots shaking, Will Frenchman? I think they are, because we called you out. Picture taking. Episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope in the old Co Bay. See ya. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. So I love it. Breakfast with Brent Pope. Help support it by buying some awesome swag like the comfy shirts and the beautiful coffee mugs. Go to breakfaststore.com.